You're listening to the Cornerstone Buzzcast, a ministry resource of Cornerstone Church in Auburn, Alabama. So welcome to the third episode of our Faith and Family podcast series. I'm Jill Harris, Director of Children's Ministry at Cornerstone Church, and I am so excited to have Rusty Hudson here with me today, our lead pastor at Cornerstone. Welcome, Rusty. Hey, Jill. Uh, So we have been sharing information that we hope is encouraging to our listeners. We have said to parents, what happens on Monday is more important than what happens on Sunday. And what we mean by this is what you do in your home to nurture the faith of your children week in and week out is so important to their spiritual growth and development. Like bringing your children to church is great, but it's just not enough to ensure that our children grow up to become those faithful followers of Jesus that we want them to be. We simply just don't have enough time with your kids. So um, we said that if parents will embrace this idea and find some good rhythms, it can have a huge impact in their kids' faith. And ideally, it's the church and the family working together, really, that has the best potential to help kids grow up with an everyday faith and a really strong faith. So in episode one, we shared tips for parents of preschoolers. In episode two, we shared advice for how to do this with your elementary children. So if you haven't listened to those, you're going to want to go back and do that. And today, Rusty and I are going to talk about salvation and baptism and how to lead your children through these important milestones. And Rusty, I love that we're getting to talk about this today. We get a lot of questions from parents about salvation and about baptism and how to know when their child is ready and what they should say to them. So I think I'm hoping this will be really helpful to our listening parents. So Rusty, why don't you get us started? Yeah, so first of all, Jill, I appreciate what you and your team do with our children at the church. I know that y'all's primary concern is discipling our kids and and just making sure that they do have faith. And and it is so important. And that hour or so that they spend at church on Sundays is vital. But like you said, we can only really support what parents are doing at home. So it's just so important that that parents understand that, that we want to equip them mm-hmm. to do what needs to be done with their children at home. And these two topics, uh, like salvation and baptism, uh, Jill, you and I have kind of dealt with this mm-hmm. a lot over the years, just talking parents through this or talking kids through it. And um, But it's so important. And parents, you know, if your kids are in a discipling situation, like, for example, they're in church for regularly, you're investing in their faith at home, you know, praying with them, reading scripture to them, whatever that may be. Uh, that's important in the the growth of their faith. Like that's part of their journey that is so important. And I know many of you, you know, you have your kids also in like, you know, VBS Camp Cornerstone or like Windshape or other experiences out in the community, all of which are also, by the way, important mm-hmm. to your children's spiritual growth. It can't all happen just in one place necessarily. Yeah. And uh, and maybe if your kids are seeing other kids baptized or hearing about another child that accepts Christ or even one of their siblings, mm-hmm. you know, that that is quite possibly going to raise questions. Yes. And um, and they may start questioning you, parent, with things like, well, when am I going to get baptized? Or, or I believe in Jesus, now I'm ready. Yeah. You know? and, and then it's like, so what are we doing then? Yep. That is so right. And that's often when parents come to us and ask, okay, (laughs) Jill, Pastor Rusty, like, what now? My child asking these questions, what should I do next? And, you know, we don't want parents to be afraid of these conversations. These are great conversations. And we want you to embrace these conversations with your kids to be excited about this and to celebrate what God is doing in your child's life and then help them move forward in their faith well. And 
We know that most parents from time to time, you know, with their precious little one, from the time that precious little one comes into the world, they long for the day when their child puts their faith and their hope and their trust in Jesus and commits to following him and gets baptized as a believer. And we all want this for our kids. But let's back up just a bit, because I know there are some questions about baptism in general, maybe some confusion about infant baptism being baptized later in life as an adult. Like, can you can you talk about that, Rusty? Yeah, sure. Um, before I say that, though, you know, I I think about the privilege of baptizing my three boys and what a mm-hmm. blessing that was for me as their dad to be literally involved in that and, and that process. And so important that we that we are ready to answer mm-hmm. those um, questions from our children and that we are ready to encourage them to take that step in their own life. But but yeah, when it comes to baptism at our church, you know, we're United Methodist Church and there are certain beliefs about baptism. And and so just two things that we'll talk about today a little bit. Um, infant baptism is something that we practice and then, you know, believers baptism or adult baptism. And uh, <clears throat> so some people, you know, may come from a different tradition or background where maybe they don't baptize infants. And so we'll get questions from time to time about that. So just kind of like to understand that, you know, when we're when we're baptizing an infant, uh, first of all, we believe in something called prevenient grace. And uh, basically, that is a grace that God uh, gives to us before we ever even come to know him. So it's kind of like God is chasing after us, trying to get us. He's trying to give us opportunities to know him even before we get to know him. Um, and so many people can look back on their own lives and see those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we think about our children, one part of God's prevenient grace of him trying to um, kind of reveal himself to them is through parents, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so what we're saying is when you bring your child to be baptized here at the church, uh, we believe that God has already begun to work in your child's life, even as an infant, just because of the faith of the parents, mm-hmm. because we believe these parents have committed themselves to Jesus Christ, and they are going to raise this child in a Christian household. And so we already see God's grace happening even through the parents. And so when they bring that child and we baptize them, um, we're, we're saying, look, this is also symbolic of God's grace on this child, that even at such a young age, God wants to be involved in this child's life. Does it mean they are saved? And a lot of people are wondering that, you know, it's like, no, we don't believe that's happened yet. We do believe there is a grace that's on this child. But what's going to happen is this is going to be a marker for them. And it's going to begin a journey, we believe, in their life. Parents are going to raise them up, and hopefully one day they are going to accept Jesus for themselves, mm-hmm. right, and then choose to live for him. And so it's the parents that are so involved in those early phases. But mm-hmm. that's what the infant baptism um, is all about, is really just that whole idea of prevenient grace and seeing God's work. And then we also have another step, a marker along the journey for our youth, our younger youth, which is called confirmation. And those are a series of classes where our youth go through and learn who is Jesus, what is the Bible, what is the church, what is Cornerstone all about, what does it look like for me to become a member, then they're given an opportunity to join the church or to accept Christ or to be baptized or all three of those things. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, so, you know, yeah. there's a little bit about that. Good. And so with infant baptism, we usually baptize little ones up until about what age? 18 you months-ish, know, something like yeah, that? Yeah, a year to 18 <laughs> months. Once yeah. they... Uh, you know, once they start calling out my name, Pastor Rusty, it's too late. You know, it's like we, <laughs> we're, we, we've waited too long. Okay. So, uh, so at that point, we'll wait for them to make that profession of faith on their own. So that would is what we call more of a believer baptism or right. a youth or adult baptism. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, there hopefully will come a point, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you missed infant baptism or whatever, and your child's in that, you know, sort of 
older, a little bit older age uh, and not an infant anymore. You know, what are we doing with that? Um, we have parents who will bring children that are really young, like four or five years old. You know, what what should we do with them? They said something about loving Jesus and stuff. And, you know, at that age, that's pretty young to be talking mm-hmm. about, you know, things like salvation and baptism uh, with that child. Uh, so what we're looking for at this point is we want to, and I say we, just I'm talking about Jill, you and I, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking with parents. Um, what we're looking for is, uh, we need some very basic understanding mm-hmm. of what does it mean that Jesus is in my life? Uh, what does baptism even mean for me? What does the water mean? Uh, wh- what what will this mean for me after I'm baptized? You know, and so, you know, we're it, we're not looking for deep theological concepts. You know, I, right. I don't need them to repeat a sermon I gave or something. But, <laughs> but, you know, really, they need to remember. You know, mm-hmm. isn't that something, Jill, we talk about a lot is they yes. need to remember this. Yes. Yeah. We wanted to really mark their faith and something yeah. that they can remember and look back on as a time where they really saw God doing something in their life. So, mm-hmm. um, and so that's when we move toward believer baptism. So let's even back up just a, and talk about a little more about salvation. Like let's help our parents walk through, you know, what would that look like for their child? Their right. child's asking about baptism, maybe saying they want to follow Jesus. Can you help put this together a little bit for parents? Yeah, so also sometimes we get uh, kids who they're saying, you know, oh, I want to be baptized or, uh, you know, I love Jesus. I want to do this or do that. Now, that could be um, maybe they saw their sibling or they saw a friend at church do that and they they saw all the attention that they were getting and they're thinking, (laughs) I want some of that, (laughs) you know. And so it could have just more to do with another reason uh, as opposed to just that real sense of, you know, they can, in their own age area, you know, they can mm-hmm. articulate uh, what they mean. You know, mm-hmm. like when when you say you love Jesus, kind of help me understand that. Like, what does that mean for you? Have you accepted Jesus like in your heart? And do you, yeah. can you kind of help me understand what that means? Or, you know, um, uh, what is it when, when someone is baptized? What do you think that means? Like, that's a question that Jill and I ask, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you think that means when, when someone is baptized and just to see where they go, like, do they have any concept of what that is? And, and so we're looking for just very basic language and, you know, parent, um, you know, I certainly hope that you're giving your child an opportunity to know Jesus Mm -hmm. uh, because there would be nothing more powerful than my mom or my dad or both of them led me to Jesus or my grandparents or my Mm -hmm. aunt or uncle or somebody in my family did this. Uh, and, you know, and that's just simply keeping that door open for them, talking about what God meant to you, like how mm-hmm. you became a believer. Your own personal testimony matters so much to your child. But, mm-hmm. but you know, again, um, you know, so so we're we're sort of looking in that. I don't know, Jill, I, I hate to even put an age on it, but somewhere yeah. in the first grade, second, third grade, things seem to start happening. And, you know, yeah. this more than I sure. do. Uh, yeah, well, I think you're right about that, Rusty, where they you know, that they hit that, they're learning a lot about who God is and who Jesus is and what sin is and all of that. They're learning about it at home. They're learning about it here at Cornerstone. Um, They're learning the truths from God's word and they are um, beginning to understand it more for themselves. It starts to become a little bit more personal. And when you hit third and fourth and fifth grade, and of course, if they're going to camps and they're participating in other faith nurturing types of experiences, God is going to work in their hearts and their lives through those things. And um, it won't, it's not unusual for them to come to a place, you know, at this stage where they really want to put their faith and their hope and their trust in Jesus. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, 
now that a child is, if they've made that decision to follow Jesus, you know, the next step would be to get that child baptized, which is then when you or I get to spend some time with that child to affirm him or her in their faith decision. And, you know, that these are like some of my favorite moments in my role. I just absolutely love the sweet conversations that I get to have with parents and kids. And I always tell parents, you know, we let them know, okay, if your child's made the decision to follow Jesus and you feel like they're ready to be baptized and they come in to talk to someone here on uh, one of us on staff, or we've even had them talk with our interns, it's not a test. You know, I usually try to tell parents, it's really the beginning of your child having a testimony, like yeah. a beginning of them being able to share their faith story. And we just affirm them in this. And so that's really what this time in this conversation is all about. I like to just meet with the kids alone first, because Usually they're a little freer uh, without their parents in conversations. And so, you know, when they come to me to talk, I, we just have a lot of fun just to get them talking, to get them to loosen up. We, you know, we talk about their favorite subject in school, their pets, their family, any anything to get them talking. And then we and they usually talk a lot <laughs> and it's great. And then I typically ask, you know, who is Jesus to you? Like, what is so special about Jesus? You know, what did he do for us? you know, tell me what you know about sin and about forgiveness. And, you know, we talk about eternal life and, and things along these signs. And, and it's an opportunity for me to kind of let them know that this is the most important decision that they will ever make in their lives. And um, that they have received a very special gift in making this decision to follow Jesus and that God doesn't want them to keep this gift to themselves. And we talk a lot about how they can share the gift that they've received with others and um, help point others to Jesus. And we talk about what does it look like for a fourth grader to do that or a first grader? Um, we talk about making that decision to follow Jesus. It doesn't make us perfect. You know, I think mm. it's really important for kids to know that. Um, mm. And we as adults, we still struggle with sin, even if we were baptized as a fourth grader. Mm. Um, that, you know, that that's a lifelong challenge for all of us as believers and Christ followers. But that, there's nothing that, you know, they will ever do that will um, separate them from God's love once they have that um, love and that grace in their lives. So it's this really sweet conversation about all these kinds of things that really just building these kids up in their faith and celebrating this moment in their lives. Um, it's just really good. Yeah, you got it made. They come to you, and they're all happy and free. They come to me and look at me like the principal, you know, they're like deer in the headlights. And then I'm asking the question, and if the parents in there, they're looking over at their parent like, yeah. I can't remember, you know, and I'm like, it's okay. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, they're, um, it, I guess, you know, that's why it's so important. And we yeah. keep stressing parents, we yes. need you to be having these conversations because yes. Bill and I are really going to look at you and say, what do you think? Yeah. And, what exactly. I mean, they're they're not going to have a normal conversation. They might have one with Jill, but they're probably not going to have a normal <laughs> conversation with me for whatever reason, you know. But yeah, it's like you've been in their daily rhythm of life. You've heard yes. their heart in ways yeah. that Jill and I probably won't ever hear. Right. And, and you know, if you're a believer, you know yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. When they begin to say kind of say the right things and, and really own it for themselves. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And usually, you know, in that moment, after I've spent some time with the child and kind of heard their faith story, and then I bring a parent or parents back in and um, just we kind of run through what I heard and they get to ask questions and share and then kind of together with the child, we decide if that child is ready um, to move forward toward toward baptism. And, um, you know, most often, 
we trust the decision to the parents, like you just said. And uh, most often kids are ready by the time they come to talk to us. But every once in a while, especially with younger children, you know, I've often had, there have been times when I've had parents of a kindergartner or first grader, um, and they love Jesus and they have so much excitement and energy for Jesus at that time, but they still might not just be quite ready to understand what it means to truly accept him and follow him. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you say to that parent? Like if, you know, if, if their child isn't quite ready, even though the parent might think maybe they are, but maybe they're not. So what would you say, Rusty? Yeah. You know, we've had this happen Mm -hmm. a couple of times, you know, where, um, you know, maybe the, the, child just really couldn't didn't know what the it meant or couldn't really articulate much or I felt like I was giving them the answers and they were just yeah kind of back and then uh, so sometimes we'll say you know what um maybe not ready just yet because mm-hmm. the the main thing for us is a we want the child to understand what they're doing in, in whatever basic sense they can but you know in that childlike faith kind of a way yeah but we also want them to remember it so we yeah. want them one day as they grow up to come back to this marker moment in their Mm -hmm. life and say, I remember when I trusted Jesus for my Savior and I was baptized at my church. Like, I I don't want them to grow up like some adults do and go, I just, you know, vaguely remember it. And I don't remember Uh doing it for myself. My parents kind of wanted me to do it. And Mm -hmm. I just kind of, you know, okay. And, you know, like we're we're looking for more of an experience than that, something more meaningful. So sometimes we'll just say, you know what, maybe not this time. In other words, maybe not this go around with our baptisms at the church. Uh, why don't we give it one more year? Even mm-hmm. you know, we'll say, yeah. hey, let's let's give it another year. No, there's no rush. There's no yeah. hurry. Uh, let's just take our time. You pay, keep paying attention. Mm-hmm. Keep, you know, ha- having them in these spiritual conversations every now and again, and and yeah. just you know, if, if all goes well, you know, hey, come yeah. back and let's let's talk about it. Yeah, and I remember being um, at Merge Camp, which we go to with our fourth and fifth graders, and they have an opportunity to talk to someone more during camp about what it looks like to follow Jesus. And so one of our young girls, fourth grade, I think, you know, said she wanted to talk to somebody about that. So I ended up getting to talk with her. And she was at a point where she was like, yes, 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 I want to make this decision and follow Jesus. I want to get baptized. I've been wanting to do this for three years. And so it's kind of where you want your kids. like. Yeah. When they want to do this, they want you want them to be so hungry for it and it mm-hmm. to matter so much to them um, that, you know, you can't hold them back almost. You know, they're so excited about it. And that's kind of what we want for them and we hope for them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've said there isn't necessarily a specific age, but we do tend to see them kids being a little bit more mature in that third, fourth, fifth grade. And if they don't make that decision during this time, that's not unusual at all. Then they move on to Marcus and youth and confirmation, and Mm. there'll be other opportunities for them to continue to grow in their faith. And uh, some children do make this profession of faith and get baptized while they're kind of in our ministry area, Mm -hmm. you know, in that elementary age, but then a lot wait until they're a little bit older as well. And that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, confirmation is actually designed to sort of catch kids mm-hmm. in that zone, you know, especially when they get up to be 12, 13, 14. Uh, they're taking on more responsibilities at school. They're learning. They're having to open their mind a little bit more so they can actually grasp some of the concepts better. Yeah. And even more so, they will remember what they're learning and what they're doing. And so that can really be a formative experience for parents. And and sometimes we've actually said, I tell you what, why don't you just wait? You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're uh, let's say they're 10 years old or coming up on 11 or something. It's like, hey, why don't you just wait till confirmation? Let them go through that. And they'll have like a knowledge base and they'll have an amazing experience. And they get mm-hmm. to join the church with sure. baptism and with yeah. their peer group. And uh, so that's a very memorable 
sure. moment. And so I would definitely want parents to know that as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, so no pressure in these <laughs> elementary years to, you know, really lead your kid to that place where they're, you know, ready to follow Jesus and, and get baptized. But if it's part of the natural rhythms in your home and faith conversations, and it leads to that during this age and stage, that's great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, Rusty, about parents listening that may not have made the decision to follow Jesus or gotten baptized yet. Like, and we, we, that happens from time to time when we're talking to a child about baptism or a parent comes to talk about infant baptism. So what do we say to these folks? What do you want to say to parents who might not have done this yet themselves? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I don't want to deny the idea that there are some unbelieving parents who have said, I just want my children in church for Mm -hmm. my children's sake. Now, what's mm-hmm. interesting about that is how many times those parents become believers because they were thinking I was going to church for just for my kids, but then God hijacked me, you know, and yeah. next, you know, I became a believer. Uh, but more often than not, it, like I always say, we can't give something that we don't already have. So it's hard to nurture our children in their faith if we don't have that faith first. Yeah. And uh, and so it is important that, you know, we we would like to know that parents are believers before their children are baptized. Um, now, we've also had this kind of cool situation where parents have not been baptized. Mm-hmm. And they fully accept Jesus yeah. at the same time their children do. And then we baptize the parent first, and then we baptize the child right after that. Man, it just does not get any better yeah. than that. And I will just say specifically dads. Sometimes yeah. I like to get a dad up there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've had a couple of times where the dad was baptized. They got out of the baptism and went right around. We put their child in there and they mm-hmm. got to hold the child's hand and help me baptize them. And anyway, that that's just uh, amazing, memorable. Yeah. It's a marker for actually for our whole church because we're all yes. we're all supportive of that. But there's nothing yeah. more beautiful than that. But I just, you know, parent um, encourage you, you know, that parents need to know Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And, and that's something that if, you know, if you're out there and you're like, gosh, you know, I just don't know for sure, but I really want my child to, but maybe I need to think about that. Talk yeah. to me, talk to Jill, talk yeah. to Marcus, talk to Pat, you know, come see us. We would yeah. love to have that conversation with you. Yeah, that's great. Um, and so in wrapping up our conversation today, we know how important it is for parents to be discipling their children at home, right? To make mm-hmm. the most of every week, to have faith conversations, to read scripture, to pray with kids, to serve together as a family, like do all of these things throughout the, the week in their natural family rhythms, right? Mm-hmm. We're not saying to add a whole bunch of stuff to, to their to-do list as a family. We know families are super busy these yeah. days, but um, Rusty, can you speak to the importance of, you know, just just do it, right? Just do it. Yeah. Uh, so just quickly, uh, I'll just take it from my, out of our personal life, Becky and I's personal life, you know, just put the pastor hat over here, but we had three boys, you know, and in raising them, not only were we planting our church, but we had to remember to disciple our own boys at the same time. And, and Becky was really especially good about this. And she, she would just do little simple things like, she would take scriptures, write them on a sticky note, stick them on the mirror in their bathroom or in their room, mm-hmm. uh, put them in places, you know, multiple, you know, up there, you know, just scriptures that really would matter to them in their age and, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, and I think that was so helpful and informative in such a small way uh, to help remind them of who they are and whose they are and uh, and just keeping the word in front of them uh, and, and just sort of the natural part of everyday life. But obviously, you know, praying with them, you know, if you're going to pray before a meal, you know, invite your kids to pray. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many parents who allow their kids to pray, and you should. I think it's mm-hmm. great. But they need to hear you pray, too. And there's something powerful about that. And so I'm um, just in that discipling, 
kind of a way is so important. And I think about um, Proverbs 22, 6, it just says, raise up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they're old, they will not turn from it. And I have heard that story play out over and over again. Parents or grandparents who raised their children when they were young with the faith, maybe that child kind of wandered off for a while, but how many came back because they remembered that scripture their mom or dad taught them or their grandparents taught them or mm-hmm. you know, whatever that may be. And and so that that's that is yeah. such an important truth in raising and I, that kid. Yeah, and I firmly believe that God is going to honor the parents who, you know, pour into their kids and help their kids grow up um, strong in their faith. And you know, um, and I think like this has been such great information for parents and grandparents who are listening. Like, I wish we could actually take phone calls right now, Rusty. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Should we give them our numbers? Uh, but um, since all oh, right, that's a podcast, something yeah. different. Um, but since we can't do that. Um, we just would, I know, speaking for Rusty and myself, we would be happy to talk with anyone more about this subject of salvation and baptism or how to nurture the faith of your kids and your family at home. We would love to help. We are equally as passionate about this as we are as loving your kids and pointing them to Jesus on Sunday mornings because we believe both are so, so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so parents, and I said this, or Amy Northrup said it last week, one of us did. You have three, 936 weeks from the time your child is born until they graduate from high school. That's essentially 52 weeks times 18 years. That sounds like a lot of time, right? But I know personally, and you know personally, Rusty, because our kids are grown now, that it goes by so quickly. Yes. So we want to encourage you to make the most of your time to help your kids grow up, to be the faithful followers of Jesus that we all want them to be, because it doesn't happen without, you know, Involving the church and then parents doing their thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any anything else you want to add, Rusty, before we close up today? No, but I'm just glad we're doing this. And you know, and you and I've been down this road as parents. We already know what this yeah. looks like raising yes. our kids and now watching them go out and live out their faith. But yeah, uh, you know, it does go fast. Life goes mm-hmm. fast. You know, don't forget to do the most important things. Absolutely. Keep the main thing, the main thing in your house. The main thing is Jesus, and your kids need to know Him, and you need to know Him. Amen. Amen. Okay, so there will be more to come. We hope you will watch for more episodes of the Buzzcast to roll out after the new year. Thank you so much, Rusty, for spending some time with me today to share about salvation and baptism and to encourage our parents in all that they can do um, to help their kids grow in their faith. And thank you to all who are listening today. And we just want to say God bless you all.